Do you want to talk about how you're feeling right now? Oh, so many questions. What does this mean? What do I do? <laughs> Go on! Tell them what you think! I liked it. I think your calculations may have been off. I think it's all right. I just have a lot of feelings. This pleases me. These are perfectly normal feelings. Do you even know what you sound like when you talk like that? Now, shall we begin? Gentlemen, I'm Director Commander Kristoff. Raise those sails. I said raise them! Director, this is Captain Burbank, leader of this expedition. Captain Burbank, if you have any concern for the life of that of your ship, you will raise your sails and surrender the helm. Uh, he's not going to do it. Commander, uh, you know why I'm out here. God knows, I think it's kind of cool that you have what you have set up. But like you, I live to entertain both in the mirror when nobody's looking and to my once best friend. We've cracked the same jokes, you and I made the same people laugh. <laughs> Searched for the truth in the same ocean. You know goddamn well I will not follow that order. Oh, fuck, we are dead. Your boat is covered from an elevated position, Captain. Now I'm not going to ask you again. Don't do anything stupid. Nobody has to die here. You lackeys following the director's orders, have you forgotten you're under contact and must abide by all health and safety orders, including OSHA regulations? With fiduciary duties to all staff members on set, we all have friends that are paid for by the company that are not real, but that doesn't give you the right to piss rain and thunder on me? You call it what you want. You're down there, we're up here. You sailed in the wrong goddamn ocean, Captain. I cannot follow that order, Captain. I will not repeat that order. Good afternoon, a good evening, and good night. What the hell is wrong with you, sailor? I, I cannot follow that order. Let's waste this fool. Jesus. I think that was probably fine. If you want to do a reverse, we can. Fuck no. I think that, I mean, like, it, I think it was fun. I was going for my best fire marshal bill. <laughs> that was, that was a very oh. good one. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to another episode of the Real Seals podcast, where we bring you a different movie. From a different genre. Fortnightly. Fortnightly. And on the docket for tonight, we have ourselves a real doozy, my Utopia picks. And I didn't think that there was going to be too many that uh, tr stayed true to the, the genre. We could have gone a lot of dystopian films. I didn't. The true. Cherry Packer! 98 the, the Truman <laughs> so, Show <laughs> not so the rock for the bead finish Nathan I was thinking about uh, if I had enough time ordering you and I two white round pins that says refills how will it end <laughs> and then we, we both are wearing it just like what the fuck is going on what the fuck is this who are you talking to 
<laughs> it never ends. <laughs> Up the wind. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, you cut out there, my good friend. I say your you your mouth right is open like you're about to take a dick in the mouth. Ah. Okay. Now no, you're unfrozen. No, okay. Hear me? You'll just yep, have to start yep. after you went. There we Aww. go. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I think that's the perfect time to uh, roll the bean footage. On this, well, uh, well, your your favorite program's coming on. Eight thirty. Let's see that bin bean footage. I've tried other bean footage. This is the best. <laughs> it's from, from the mountain sides of Mount Nicaragua. Nicaragua. <laughs> Comments are still headed. What else is on? Yeah, let's do what else. First. Coming to you now from the largest studio ever constructed. It's the Truman Show. Yeah. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. <laughs> what if? No scripts, no cue cards. Morning, Spencer. How's it going? What if you were watched every moment of your life? How many cameras you got there in that town? 5,000. I believe Truman is the first child to have been legally adopted by a corporation. That's correct. Brilliant. What if everyone you knew was pretending? Hi, honey. Look what I got at the checkout. Dishwasher safe. <laughs> That's amazing. What if your world was make-believe? Cue the sign. While the world he inhabits is counterfeit. I'm not allowed to talk to you. That's how I look. Not your type. There's nothing fake about Truman himself. What if you didn't know it? Until now. A lot of strange things have been happening. Stand by ring cam. Is he looking at us? Do you think he knows? I think I'm mixed up in something. Something big. Oh. We accept the reality with which we're presented. Everybody's pretending Truman. Get out of here. Come and find me. Truman? Truman! Truman! Anything happen? No. Mm-hmm. You may find yourself in another part of the world. It's like the whole world revolves around me. Everybody seems to be in on it. I'm going away for a while. And you may tell yourself, this is not my beautiful wife. You may ask yourself, how did I get here? I'm not in on it, Truman, because the last thing that I would ever do is lie to you. Fade up music. That's our hero shot. <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> you okay? Yes! You wanna do it again? No! Find us. How do we stop him? Give me some lightning. Is that the best you can do? Cut transmission. I like your pen. I was wondering that myself. Jim Carrey, The Truman Show. Watch what happens. Well, fuck it, do this uh, this little film. <laughs> um, again, there's not a lot of really really solid utopian films. There's a plethora of dystopian films. Almost every fucking movie is a dystopian well, film. You think about. I it. mean, so to be fair, to be fair, a oh. utopia cannot exist. It is it is a brilliant concept. However, it can never ever exist because a utopia is it's a perfect place. It's perfection. However, everyone living there would a either have to be like 
a clone and have the exact same brain or literally be programmed to like the exact same things because every individual person's idea of what is perfect is going to be unique. So and, that, and that's why a utopia could never, ever exist. But it, it has been tried. Unless it's oh, very a, much so. a construct. There, there's been multiple utopias that have been tried, tried, I mean, in the United States, all over the world, in various movie forms, book forms. I mean, yeah, it's it's been attempted, but none yeah. succeed. And this was a, a piss poor example of it. I think that uh, they try to build. I mean, they get away for with 30 it for a years long time for a guy's life, you know, but as all good things, they come to an end. Which one of you have not? It was it? Jack. Oh, <laughs> Jackie boy. Go ahead, Jack. Rain down the thunder and lightning because from he's, up high. Well, I mean, I want to know why. Because he said that he avoided this film. I, I don't like the type of movie that builds this existence around a person. Oh, that okay. Is, that is not real. I don't like the person that's being grifted. Uh, I mean, I I like Truman. I liked him just fine, but oddly enough, I mean, Jack chose the Sting for his. <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, I don't like Richter. No, 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 no. Sorry, no. But, the, but that was that was that was that was, that was that was different. That was against Continue. a villain, and that was ba- very much in the real world. I know, I get you. Uh, but this, but, but I mean, money, even your best friend, and like that's one of the things that I wanted out of this movie was the best friend. To finally just be like, you know what? No. And like rip the earpiece out or whatever. Uh, Because Truman really had nobody in his life that actually loved him who was around him. Everybody was actors. Even his mother, I'm pretty sure, is an actor. The father had to be an actor. And then, uh, but it's, it is, it like, I mean, that's the sort of shit that like schizophrenics, like they go off on a a tangent about is like, you know, it's all conspiracy and, uh, you know, they're all out to get me and like fucking light boxes falling from the sky and, uh, dudes parachuting in with, it's just TV or hopping out of your, uh, like your, the, the your, Christmas your, present. So, I mean, every, you're right. Uh, the premise is like, as far as a, a movie of, of this caliber, the premise at its core is terrifying. Oh no. For, and it should be for oh, yeah. Truman. And as it should it's, be. it's terrifying because it is, I think, just a, a very big social commentary on our viewing habits and celebrities in general. Um, and I, I think you could probably throw a few things. I didn't mind the movie. I, I, I liked I really did enjoy that that last shot where he's walking along the edge of like the ocean and there is the, yeah. the staircase and and I thought that was just surreal and awesome and wonderful. Uh, but I had so many questions that, that the movie doesn't answer. Sure. And it's like, <clears throat> what was the situation? How did they just get a baby? Like, who's like, baby just didn't come out of nowhere. This wasn't fucking Mary well, Joseph in the manger. They talk about they it. Talk so he was one that. of like five unwanted pregnancies. And he was the one who showed up on time two weeks early. Uh, for for the movie itself, really? true, but and then he, oh, yeah. but then that doesn't mean that he <laughs> gives up his 
civil rights. Yeah, they did some like wonky fucked up shit. They said he's the to, first legally adopted to, baby by a corporation. Keep, to keep him yeah. because he tries to leave. And it's not the first time that he tries to leave. No. So there, I mean, that's like, you know, that's, that is not necessarily right. No, no, no. They keep knocking his holding. They keep cutting his legs off. That is obviously, I mean, he starts to lose it fairly quickly in the movie. And you know, from the background, from the flashback that, you know, when he was in college, like he knows that there's something funny going on. He knows his wife hates him. He knows that his job, he's really not doing anything. And like, you know, when he walks into the one building and he opens up the elevator and it's like, they're having fucking sandwiches in the back off the craft cart, um, craft services cart. I mean, there's, that is what, gets me as like there there has to be some sort of like out for him besides commandeering a boat almost getting killed in the process to just get out of this hell that he's in it is a utopia i mean it is he's got all of his physical wants and needs cared for it's not like he uh he, he can't have anything he wants except fiji and travel and, uh, you know, like I, I think the scene where he's just gunning it around the roundabout and then there's the sudden traffic jam and then he, he guns it back around the roundabout a few more times to give time for it to clear. And he goes back down the same street and it's suddenly clear. Like it's, it is, it's creepy. Uh, and that's why I always avoided it. Uh, mm. I didn't see this that- movie being for me like, oh, well, I feel much better. I don't feel bad. <laughs> I don't. I, I think it's a great movie. I think it's well acted. But like, man, what a fucked up situation. It It is. I'm surprised that they didn't put more like not roadblocks in his way, but just like a couple of real life people that are just like, you know, like, what the fuck are you, you know, like that really are brash and don't care. <laughs> give that real world like spice of they, they're not going to, the world is not about you to really send it home that like, no, you're not in a movie. Like, what are you talking about, dude? Like, so like get out of my way, you know, like someone else inconvenienced by him because everyone like caters to him. Cause he's the star, but like having it where someone like really hat, like is agitated with him or uh, like, tries to even pick a fight with him. So he's like, oh my gosh, I'm, whoa, this is real life right now. So, I mean, so everything in this world is, is, it is directed towards Truman. However, okay, so the Truman Show is a a great example of postmodernism, okay? It is, it is a world that is so far stretched yet completely unobtainable, all right? And it's, it's, it's essentially an apocalyptic world. Okay, it's not that the world is ending. However, it's an apocalyptic world in a postmodern sense because he has no sustainable security. All right. Everything is dictated for him. He has no sense of how he can actually control his life. Now, Christoph says in the movie, like, if he really wanted to find the truth, there's no way we could stop him. And it's like, that's that's some bullshit. Like, he, he lies to himself. He's lying to the audience. There's there's every which way that I mean, they take the first step. And again, if he falls in line then that first step is all they need in order to control him. I mean, the the sense of postmodernism and hyper-reality in the film is, again, it, it's a world that is not, it, it cannot, uh, it cannot be created, it cannot be real because it is created. Much like when they're sitting there watching the sunset and he's all like, look at that sunset, Truman. It's perfect. 
The big man has a brilliant paintbrush. And again, because the world is created, that's exactly what it is. So this is why it's a utopian film, but 100 percent dystopian because they control and they dictate every which way of his life. Uh, Seal Team Six is dad into the bus. Right. Uh, Everything is controlled. Everything is controlled, but everything is controlled to keep this reality as, as again, as perfect as possible. So like Norman Rockwell pictures were a great inspiration for the film itself. And that's why everything is perfect. That's why you can't have like such a reality coming like, you know, oh, my God, Truman, Truman spilt this guy's beer and he's going to punch him in the face. OK, like that, like that's not, that's but not going to happen. Having just a little bit of uh, chaos. Just a tiny Agreed. bit that's controlled. Agreed. But that's why you have... Okay, so just like any sitcom, okay? Sitcoms have tragedy. They have drama. They have things that go wrong. However, in any good sitcom, that problem is resolved at the end of the episode, okay? And they go back to being normal. Yeah. Now, when they want to switch things up later on in the film, like... Uh, his wife leaves. Okay, so she leaves, and um, they bring in a new love interest, possibly for Truman. But everything again, everything is dictated for him, and so to the idea of like yeah. oneself. Well, the whole premise can, of can he the live his life without being railroaded? Feed. All right, twenty-four hour feed, seven days a week, three sixty-five. Watching Truman have diarrhea or take a dump. Watch Truman get his spank on. If Truman's got a... He's human like everybody else. He's going to want to want to curl up, fire off some knuckle children at some point. <clears throat> oh Sex... Se- hey, we're all human. No, and they, So is Truman. And Kristoff even said, like, I want to have the first on-air conception. Now, I think everything in the world... And you're right. Everything in the world I mean, so is recorded. If he's married and you see the wedding pictures, he's married to... I think it's Laura Linney. Yep. Uh, who is the, the wife in this. Like... You're married and you haven't knocked boots yet or no, knocked no, boots they, enough? No, they totally have because they were married. Yeah. Like, they've been married for like 10 years well, or something. But yeah, but like people are just watching that. Like when it, like there's that's not entertainment any longer. That's like I don't well, know. Dude, like did you they can like wa- you can't edit it out and be like Ugh, Truman. So after dark. Well, I mean, okay, so but the camera's not always on him. Like, there's probably right. plenty of times when it's just like scenery or like they're like yeah, but they're know, all actors. We'll but the, right so back. the cameras, like, but it's like, the no, cameras I, may I not always be directly 24/7. directly on him. But there are cameras that are like directed towards him. They may not always be on him. Now, to the idea that like this is not entertainment to like you know why, like Truman After Dark. So as much as like Big Brother is both real and I guaranteed parts scripted. You can watch Big Brother After Dark. And before you click on watching it, it gives you a warning saying, like, there could be adult situations watching here. So 100 percent, like, they've probably watched him knock boots with with his wife. If you masturbating, even the, the, even the nice two old, <laughs> even the nice two old ladies with their Truman pillow. But I mean, so, OK, so as he's staring, as he's staring into like. Or as he's he's smelling the uh, the jacket and he's looking at the button, you know, when will it end? It goes to a flashback. So I mean, there is some editing in play. So maybe well, when I he like that was more for the for the audience, the, the our audience. I under, no no, and I understand that. So which the idea is, a, is which like, is a great. Do you come back at eleven for like <laughs> his secret bathroom time because that's what you missed when the, the flashback was there? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so, 
they, they, what are you doing, they Truman? Go away. Of Truman getting out of the shower, walking in the bedroom, and doing like the helicopter, <laughs> or or <laughs> like or like the tummy sticks, thigh slaps. Like John, the- John, he's choking himself again. He's, no, Johnny's choking himself. We gotta get in there. You gotta, you gotta knock on the. Amazon delivery this see, shit or something. See, all they're showing is really like the clean uh, versions of when he's talking to himself in the mirror. Climaxing, he's just like, "Good afternoon, <laughs> good evening, <laughs> and good night." <laughs> all right, listen here, Mister. As he like stares in the mirror, it's like he pumps himself up. Listen here, Mister. You're gonna grip the shaft and you're gonna go far. <laughs> She wants it in the butt. You're going to put it in the butt. We're putting it in the butt. Okay. It might smell. It's going to happen. So Jack's first time watching it. It's, I mean, I, uh, it's, uh, it's definitely not my first time watching it. Um, so whenever I actually teach uh, the novel, The Giver, I usually show the Truman Show in conjunction with it uh, because it works quite well when you live in a world that makes the decisions for you and everything that is presented you know, before you in your life, it's it's like playing Fallout 4. It doesn't matter how far you go off course. You're always going to be railroaded back to these uh, to the. Uh, oh, gosh, what's the what's the robot place? Dang, Cody's going to listen. And he's going to like hate me for this. Sure. Whatever. He hates you anyway. I hate you already. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. OK, but uh, Jack's first time. Definitely not my first time. I, I'm going to assume, Nathan, not your first time since you chose it, obviously. Uh, I, but again. Fun film, great concept, but as Jack has put, I think the more important thing to actually look at, it's a horrifying concept for a plot. Uh, again, everything is is made up. The dog, the radio, the people, the radio, the rain, the act, like trying to fix the the one <laughs> the one sprinkler of rain with multitude of rain, fixing the fact that the light fell from the created skyline. They, they he lives in a fucking dome. So again, everything right, everything is fake. And God, how much that must hurt because when he's sitting there that night saying like, if nobody's in on it, Truman, or sorry, if everyone's in on it, Truman, then I'd have to be in on it. And like. The pain in his eyes listening to him. He knows. He knows he's he knows his best friend is lying to him. And that's what's sad. And then is that me? Am I the guy that walks in constantly with a six pack just like, I know you're feeling bad. All right, here we go. Here to cheer you up. Let's go down by the bridge. Although, like, for a scripted best friend, I mean but he's constantly in his ear. Like that's that's upsetting. I agree with Jack. I think that would have been that a, was the most upsetting part because that would have been a great moment if he like ad libbing right and he had like some guidelines to follow. But I didn't realize that Kristoff was in his ear right and like that's heartbreaking. And it is to, for Truman. Like he even says at one point to Laura Liddy, like you can't stand me. And then Laura Liddy's constantly doing her uh, her advertisements, <laughs> which is which that is kind of funny. But when <clears throat> when they finally have the uh, knockdown drag out argument at the end, he's like, "What is that for? Who are you looking at? <laughs> Who are you talking for? Who are you talking to? <laughs> you gonna slice me? You gonna dice me? You gonna grate <laughs> me? How can I do work under these conditions? It's unprofessional." I think that her character is probably the most um, like insanity. Like think about being casted for that fucking role you are signing up for whatever amount you're you're you know getting but like 
Like the actual role, not Laura Linney yeah. as that no, no, character, no. but like the role in the, in oh, the Truman Show. I, yeah, oh my gosh. Like you are on 24-7. You have to pretend to like be in love with this person, sell it every single second of every day. And then when do you, when do you get like written out of the show? So, Hopefully. I mean, as she, as she had said in like an interview as the actress playing, you know, the wife, she said like, there is no difference between my private life and, you know, the show, like the Truman Show is my life. It is it is a blessed life. And it's it's funny enough where there were so many responses from the actors playing the characters playing the actors that they actually made a mini documentary that aired on Nick at Night called True Talk. Oh. And <laughs> did you watch the True Talk? I did not. <laughs> But I read up on it. But I mean, how fascinating is that? It's it's, (laughs) (laughs) no, but like, imagine, like, how fascinating is that? They had so much like extra footage. You know, it's kind of like how Jackass makes like Jackass 2.4.9.3. Okay. I mean, they just had all this extra footage and it was like a little mini documentary. I mean, that's that's kind of fascinating. But you're right. Like, I mean, you play a character and everything, again, is scripted to you. Like, where is your real life? Like, the people who were getting on the bus. When he was like, all right, nonstop to Chicago. Like, you know, they were leaving the dome. They had to been leaving the dome to go home to like, you know, go to sleep, come back the next day, sign in, get on a bus to be, you know, put on in. It's like the it's like the Disney cat, like the the cast of characters. Okay, the castmates, they come into Disney, they get dressed up and then they go to work. Like, they're in character all the time. Yeah, but I, I think this is just more of a personal thing for for me, especially the first three quarters of this movie. I just found it hard to watch. And it has nothing to do with the acting. It has nothing to do with how it's shot or scored. It's just the idea of it uh, I found profoundly disturbing. Um, as it should. As as it should. So that's why I avoided it, because I knew what the, the overall premise was. I just didn't know that, like, in my mind, I didn't even think they would go as far as him having to, like, shipwreck a boat into the wall of this thing before he finally gets some sort of satisfaction. And I do think they really stuck the landing on this. They could have done, like, some after scene footage of like him reuniting with the girl and doing like sitting down doing interviews they didn't do that which was great but his little like you know good good morning good afternoon if i don't see you (laughs) good night and him just sort of like like that was was basically like a fuck you no a hundred percent other than that i think the thing i enjoyed the most was bathtub oh wow (laughs) <laughs> he's so ex- he's so excited and it doesn't seem like he ever left like he was That's sleeping in there like, he was eating again again who's feeding it's, these old women it's kramer building his salad in the shower from seinfeld <laughs> do you like that do you like that radish rose i made it with my bath water <laughs> i was in the shower with it and it seems like there's like a string of bars where you can just go in it's actually called the truman bar yeah, you just go and get your you get it's, your food. And it's, it's a themed bar. It's a Truman he is the biggest sensation in thirty years. As as Christoph said, like people have been watching him since birth. We started with one camera, and everybody watches him. Sometimes people put him on late at night because they they find comfort, you know, in him. Like I mean, it's him falling asleep could be like their white noise. But, uh, it's 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 a zoo. It's the it's a human of zoo. It's a yeah. No, he it's, it's he well is. Scripted. He's a celebrity, but he but, is a spectacle. Uh, it gives me that sort of same feeling I had when I was eight, where 
suddenly like the gorilla in the cage wasn't wasn't funny and entertaining anymore it was just a very sad animal yeah uh, that's just sitting basically in a cell yeah. uh, and that's that's what this movie was so it's it's by no means a feel-good movie until the end but even then it's like but i think that's that's kind of cool when um, lauren or you know, the girl played by uh natasha mccune mccallum um McCallum. Sure. <laughs> gorgeous mccallum <laughs> it's just kind of like yeah this isn't cool even though like i signed up for this and like i'm just you know kind of on the side and i bet you anything that Kristoff went to her and was like hey like so uh truman's kind of showing some interest in you like we have we this, have some, we have a big part that's like this wasn't scripted Meryl, <laughs> but we'd like to offer it to you um because it's it, we want to go with what's natural we want to go with what truman's into and he's into you are you willing to do this the rest of your life and i think that she probably was like yeah no i you know i'm just a bit part i'm i'm good and then as it kind of went on, she's just like, no, I really like this guy. This is fucked up. I can't. It, yeah. I, I would have I, I gotten more humor out of this if Truman had gone, like, really dark with his, his depression. And, like, he's on, like, a three-day <laughs> bender and he's, like, doing office pops at the insurance office. <laughs> like, that... that would have given it a little bit more of like the nineties Jim Carrey, more of his film. unpredictability. <clears throat> yeah. Kind of going yeah, off a little bit. I mean, he still went off it, but he went off it in a, in a much safer way, but they're, but, but they then were, again, they've got like, a, they couldn't like respond a, like, to it. They've got like, like a, a, a plan fucking F where it's like nuclear meltdown. Everyone's in like radiation suits, a, a seaside town. And they're like, oh, my God, the, the nuclear power plant. And like now, your little seaside town has a nuclear where, power plant. Where is nuclear nuclear? I yeah. Jim Carrey, because this is this is heyday Jim Carrey. This is I mean, we are talking uh, he just came off of Liar Liar and uh, what and the cable guy. They like, had to delay filming for this for him to right finish now. filming Liar Liar. He goes into Simon Birch, uh, Man on the Moon. Uh, no, I'm. Hey. I like Man on the Moon. Man on the Moon is something like sweet and very dear wild side to Jim Carrey. Myself and Irene lands it with the Grinch. But, but <laughs> where. <laughs> 90s 90s Jim Carrey was was pivotal <laughs> when he's got the sex dick and he's peeing and he's he's using the photo of the bathroom to try to redirect the piss <laughs> oh okay off, off subject off subject no, but like, <laughs> do you think that uh, it was at like eternal sunshine of the spotless mind that's when it's like oh We've lost. You. That's so. I think the Truman Show was the catalyst where he started to be like, like he he started to do those like think pieces. Like uh, when was the majestic? Kaufman, uh, that was like uh, no, no, the majestic. Was the majestic. So that was after, right after the Grinch. What? Okay. God, I'm so old. this, so this was like a start of like some dramatic roles then. Yeah, but I think the Truman was 
the first successful one of his that, that, oh, that no, was more than like a 100%. And then you get the Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind, which, you know, everybody watched it. I college, remember not liking it, but I have to nobody, rewatch it. Nobody, you don't know anybody who's like, hey, come over Saturday night. We're going to order pizza and watch Eternal Sunshine, Sunshine of a Spotless Mind. Because it's not a good yeah. movie. It's, it's a well depressing. done movie. It's a but it's a depressing fucking movie. Uh, and then he went on and did some real weird other shit during the aughts. Like there was the one where he was like a, a serial killer. Oh, or the number 23. Yeah. He had like the I, number 23. Tattoo I desperately wanted movie. at that time. I'm like, I need Jim Carrey in some type of horror film. And then boom, the number 23 came around, which for a while, I really liked the concept of it. And for a majority of the film, I'm game. But it seemed like they were taking like a Sin City kind of style to it, which I didn't like. Uh, but it, it goes from movies that Jim Carrey did that you would watch over and over and over again to movies like The Truman Show, which I don't really have unless it's like for educational purposes or one of the kids wants to watch it. I'm never going to be Truman sitting there Show. going, you know what? Let's <laughs> put on The, the Truman, Truman Show. Show. You know what? Eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. But the fucked up thing is last weekend for movie night, we watched uh, Sonic. I had never seen it. Jim Jim Carrey is wonderful in it. He goes back. He goes back from what I hear to like 90 style Jim Carrey. (laughs) Oh, and he's... I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet, but like they're teasing it at the beginning because he's got like the the complete Dr. Robotnik, like the frazzled mustache. Because yeah. in the first one, it was like the like the Southern gentleman, like I'm a Civil War and officer going to get has his back. Like little blips on the radar, we see kind of peeks and goes, Hey, I'm still Jim. I, even when you have little moments like fun with Dick and Jane, you're like, Hey, hey, I remember you. You're Jim Carrey. You you had some moments where you just Oh, there you are, Peter. <laughs> I but remember he's, you. He's kind of like um Jesus. Oh god. He's kind of like a like Marlon Brando, like he had The Godfather, he had Streetcar Named Desire, and then after that he was sort of like the even at The Godfather, he was sort of like the washed up Hollywood genius where he just wasn't doing the mainstream movies anymore and what he did was just whatever he wanted to do and his is uh and this this is more Brando than Carrie what he would do was completely on his terms at that point like reading lines off of uh Superman's diaper in Superman uh <laughs> refusing to learn the lines of Godfather they had cue cards for everything the cat was just a stray cat that they got off of that he insisted be in the movie, the Island of Doctor Moreau. Yeah, oh, I love uh, the Island of Doctor Moreau. But it's like it seems Jim, like Jim Carrey, like he's made his nut. No, he did, he, and he's got more money than he could do with, and he can really do whatever he wants now. That's why is, he if, does his if, art. If Sonic now. or painting, yeah, uh, politically motivated paintings is your thing. Then uh, yeah, and I mean how about it. So with with the Truman Show, he actually within his contract, he had the rights to do rewrites if he so chose. Yeah, which uh, allowed him to really kind of like get the scene uh, to a way that he want or if he wanted to improvise it and get the way that he want. He did. Uh, People on cast were actually forbidden to talk to him about his previous films, 
like you know go up and like gush about like i loved you in the mask or something <laughs> like they could not you they, were my you were my favorite batman movie. <laughs> <laughs> hey you know what i will stand firm on the fact like, that jim carrey is the best riddler thus far i i will stand by that start shooting just say all righty then and just see just see if he he gives you that look <laughs> no it's, it's, it's worth us. it he went you probably get fired. You'd probably get fired. Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. <laughs> I think like after the series of like dramatic roles, like again, it was it was it was hit or miss for like certain certain roles in certain films that definitely just like it it, it, it went back to like going, oh my gosh, this is this is good for Carrie. This is Jim Carrey again. And one of those things was the series of unfortunate events and him playing Count Olaf. He did so like well the in that role. Sound in the world. Yeah. <laughs> It sounds like this. Ah. <laughs> You're so dumb. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> and Dumb and Dumber Two came out later as well. <laughs> yeah, but I, I was I was the child of In Living Color, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective One and Two, Dumb and Dumber. So when this movie came around, I just really wasn't interested in that kind like of a movie. Like a serious Jim Carrey. It just you know, like The Mask. After The Mask came out, I just didn't really like. I didn't like the mask, but he got back to some other things. Really? But uh, have you watched like Son of the Mask? No, I haven't watched. What about Ed Harris? Awful. Give it up for Ed Harris playing. (laughs) (laughs) And he he's got that like when he does. He's still got some flesh on him at this point, (laughs) and he's super into it. This is his like. He got his arm. (laughs) One of me. He's got his little hat. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, he's he's loving it. And he and you know what? He's so committed to it, too. Like, he's not over the top, but he's committed to the role. Fun, fun fact for the, you know, the role okay. yeah, of Christoph, like Dennis Hopper was the choice before Ed Harris. Uh, Giamatti. I think that could have gone. Quite I like well. Paul Giamatti yeah. as the number two. I guy. like seeing Paul Giamatti in here. Um, so Phil, Philip Glass is actually at the piano uh, when um, Truman is sleeping. Uh, playing the piano and it uh, there, there's it's a fun little kind of situation where you just have Call it. notable I, actors in like small tiny little roles like Truman's mom is the eight is the eight is the Holland is the agent from romancing the stone gushes over a uh, golden girl type old woman <laughs> if you, you ever go ahead and mark that go ahead and <laughs> <laughs> okay. bingo you got Nathan's low-hanging fruit. <laughs> uh, I see the water next to your hand, Drew. <laughs> Nathan's low-hanging fruit, Drew's candy corn choices, and Jack is salty. Reserved judgment, if not outright judgment. <laughs> uh, for the best friend, did you guys feel like uh, Noah Emmerich uh, was, was a good choice? I thought he was fine. I didn't have any issue with No, I didn't have any issue I with him. I think Laura Linney played the... The role that was needed, the the perfect housewife who was very much not perfect. Hmm. Uh, yeah, she had that. Great. She had that sort of uh, that nineteen fifties feel that most of the movie did. I I think my favorite part, aside from like the whole you know, if I don't see you, kind of fuck you, uh, signing off, is uh, the doctor. He's like, I'm gonna make my my first incision. Right below the knee. And you see him cut into the leg. And the person on the table is like. It's like, I'm just going to. Well done, doctor. I'm going to let somebody else clean tidy this up. 
It's just a, it's a beautiful cut. Beautiful cut. <laughs> just imagine, uh. though, the coordination that you have to have people like playing a role. They're all like, OK, you work in this diner. You do not leave this diner. It is your role to be in this diner. But Truman never comes in the diner. I didn't ask you what Truman does. Your role is in this diner for the background. Right, because you need to have this town feel real. So you have like fake sets. You have a fake hospital. But you need like people playing patients. They need to be in rooms just in case like, again, the contingency. What if Truman like breaks his leg? Okay, well we need to build build like a realistic hospital room. They did and they didn't. Uh, right. So like when yeah. he when he gets on the bus, like I was thinking like, oh, like they're gonna like you know like there's gonna be some knockout gas uh, that comes or just through. Do like a loop. And, Everybody uh, pulls the mask beneath their seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but 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 that didn't happen. Uh, I don't know. And then just the brainwashing to be to be scared of water. And, <laughs> and then also like the subliminal mes- messaging with, for the movies with, with the movie. Well, the TV program. The, exactly. Just you like, don't have to leave home to know what the world is about. Yeah. A small town, a small town story full of love. The plane but, with but, the lightning on it. It could happen to you. But at the same yeah. token, like what person has never step foot out of their hometown they have i know some driven people. driven to like like driven up to shafter or no, something I, mean, I know uh, some people who have never left bakersfield i, I don't believe you <laughs> okay you don't I, I have mean, to believe me she was right though like there are people that like are a lot of time in like rural farming communities and it was way more prevalent before than yeah but this isn't that this is like a a uh but i think well to do affluent well no 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 no. but it's to the same idea that you if you have an isolated community much like the idea that if you have like a, a farming community and this is the mindset of like this is their life and this is where it's isolated and this is where it's kept you have parameters that keep you there which is exactly what this town is yeah, but then they sh- they should have set it in like the mountains. That he can't get out of the mountains. But again, everything is everything has been planned and worked out to keep him there. He can't cross the bridge to get out of town because it goes over water. He can't sail away to yeah, like the next. Yeah, but he can por- sit with his legs dangling off a bridge over water, drink beers I don't think with he's his o- buddy. I don't think he's over water yet, though. At that point. I, I still think that they should have taken him on, like, field trips. Like, little excursions to, like, kind sure. of... Sure. You know, get that out of him. So Truman goes to Disneyland. But, like, again, having this, like... Why is the park empty? <laughs> Truman's bachelor party in Vegas. Could you imagine, like, the entire show is suddenly at Disneyland and every single person in there is, like, a cast member or an actor? Or th- that would have been crazy. But again, or you just have it where he's in real life and you just have as many actors as you can kind of spot and, you know, be cameras on him with like little, you know, little buttons or whatever they can do to kind of keep the show going. But let him bump into people and be like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you know, excuse me. Well, no. <laughs> Fuck you, asshole. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's just the truth about anything, especially like when you watch a film or you watch a TV show. I mean, if you look at like a busy New York street in a movie, 
most of those people are actors and extras. Like imagine hiring like 300 extras to be walking around like Times Square or crossing a couple of streets in a movie. Like that's all fabricated and it's all made for our viewing to believe it. If you pay people enough money, they'll do it. No, right. But I'm saying like anything that like they could come up with to possibly, again, control what he is doing. I'm sure Kristoff could. But Truman was getting a little too smart. He didn't he didn't predict what was going to be happening with him. So are I mean, you saying he's a true man? <laughs> there you go. I, I don't know. I I, yeah, that's, that's I think you I think you thought you had something. There. I didn't, but I don't. <laughs> are you guys ready for segments? <laughs> sure. Sh- sure. Segments. Sure. Segments. Segment number one. Shoot high! Shoot high! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I have to believe that all this could have been avoided. Uh, The location is solid, but the way the people act is kind of insulting. Uh, The shitty subliminal messages, the direct direct eye contact with the camera, come on, it's trash, I tell you. How would you have kept Truman under control as the director, and what would you have change to do that i know we were just kind of talking about that but i'll go first because mine is short and sweet i wouldn't i would liberal I, jack I, I ladies and gentlemen liberal fucking jack with no, the situation. let him live his life <laughs> release the cage release shamu back into the ocean do whatever he wants <laughs> that's right that's oh. right oh but no, I, 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 uh, I protest. Uh, I do not stand there in that anthem. And I do not control Truman. Hmm. Uh, so, I don't think you can deny, like, every, again, everything in his life is controlled. And from the movies that and are being... The weather, the weather. They got the weather! The, uh, every, even, like, the movies that he's watching on TV, those are controlled. So, I don't even know... If he would know like who modern actors are, because like the movies that are presented on TV, they I have to be fabricated and I made just. Now, well, they he turned it on and and uh, it said, uh, we'll return to I Love Lucy tomorrow night. So if he only turns on the TV, if he only turns on the TV at that time for his favorite program. Like, they can say that there's this program. He's all like, I'm never home in time to watch I Love Lucy or whatever. You know what I mean? So maybe if, like, random celebrities, like, came to the town. Like, if if he's not being allowed to go to the excitement, maybe the yeah, excitement could come true. to uh, Sea Haven. Amazing. What if they had freaking cameos? They never once did that where, like, had just, like... That's what I'm saying. Everyone. Like... <laughs> like Rich, like maybe or, Richard Dreyfus just showed up and see. They, they had crossovers <laughs> where, like, suddenly <clears throat> they find an unconscious Truman on some planet, and he does like a three-episode stint on Star Trek: The Next Generation. Like the whole cast of Star Trek knows, but Truman suddenly like, you know, they they try to keep the ship as real as possible. That would be great. Well, I mean, really, all that happens is suddenly. Patrick Stewart playing Jean-Luc Picard walks up to him and he simply just says, Truman, I need you to come with me. Who are you? It's all right. Computer, 
in program. <laughs> and then it just all fades away. And he's like, what's happening? <laughs> or maybe by that time, it's like, you know, Captain uh, Captain Wesley Crusher. Oh, no. <laughs> no, oh, no, no. no. <laughs> Let's do Captain Nog instead of that. Fine. You know what? I will... And Damn right, Ferengi Captain. On done. your bingo card, <laughs> could you imagine you Truman like seeing an Jack alien? Through, reminisce about fucking Star Trek. <laughs> Dude, you get two. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's that's the N and the G. <laughs> no, but I think that'd be fun. Like little cameos, just to kind of keep things going, and then Dude, like MacGyver shows up, right? Or even if something crazy happens, okay? If something crazy were to happen <laughs> for an entire episode. 24 does an episode in this town. Maybe he blacks out and then he <laughs> wakes up. And when he wakes up, he's been like listening to an episode of Star Trek. So the people actually get the actual experience of the episode. But when he wakes up, he thinks that he's just had a dream about it. Yeah, Tony Soprano and all of the, all the gangsters—they're—they're they're hiding. They're—they're—they're—they're—they're they're, 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 they're on the lamb, and they go to fucking Truman's hometown, and they open we're, up a butcher shop. Uh, we're open a, and, we said and, and Truman just becomes obsessed with the mortadelle. And the, and <laughs> you know what this is? This is just Family Guy. This is Family Guy with spies like us across the street, and Ryan Reynolds moves in across the street from Peter. And that's this is all this is. Jennifer <laughs> Tilly and her her creepy doll. They move across the street. I need Truman. some insurance. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> You look like a nice, strong man. Could you come in and change my light bulb? Sorry, and uh, who's the policy holder? <laughs> Brother Tony. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, but no, he would go back and they'd be like, Truman, you're fucking crazy. Like, here's... Maybe. <laughs> here's some quaaludes and have a six-pack with your friend. <laughs> You'll feel fine in the morning. You'll feel just as right as rain. Oh yeah, my oh, god! Real quick, I would have. Segment two. I would have a bum, like just every once in a while, just do something random. <laughs> just <laughs> like vigorously right jerking off. So he's like, oh my, <laughs> making eye contact and or just, just have, like have some type of like. Oh. <laughs> Is that man masturbating to dog fancy? What's going on here? Perfect. And again, I get that they want it to be a utopia and that everything like works out, but have some like drama or take him on some fucking side quest. Like have him do a cop ride along where he like sees some crazy stuff. He's like, whoa, like we're in a car chase and like gets his adrenaline up a little bit. And then maybe kind of goes back home and is like, all right, like that was wild. I would, you know, I'm glad that uh, I'm just a life insurance salesman and you know, my life is good. I don't know. Yeah, or or uh, like a, a little three or four week arc where th- his wife is, uh, you know, just overdoing the uh, the pills and the white wine. And uh, <laughs> you know, a little, little uh, something like that. Starlight. Yeah. Oh, oh, go ahead. But, but, uh, but, but. These people have to get out. They have to have a break. The the, the supporting cast. Maybe. Well, uh, uh, or is the, that like like the like the supporting supporting cast? Well, you Not immediate characters. I guarantee life, you, immediate like, characters are there all the time. <laughs> so, no, 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 no. Grab this with one. a six one. pack. Right. 
Meryl, like, she, she's in the same the, house. The fire siren goes off. He goes down the go, pole. Go, There's go. just a cold six pack waiting there. It's constantly on ice. So, I mean, supporting, supporting cast. Sure. I, that's why I think they were on the bus getting to, yeah, to leave. So, I mean, and, and you know, for a fact that like certain characters don't interact with Truman. That's why the little girl's like, mommy, do you see who it is? Like for her, it's like, oh, my God, I finally get to like be, you know, near this character. Same thing with Jim Carrey and Ed Harris. They never met once during filming. Again, so this is an enclosed dome. Yeah. Where did that dude parachute from? <laughs> so, Auto 5, maybe Jack, it's Grand Theft Auto 5. Maybe he No, 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 no. Ah! Maybe. Hold on, hold on. Maybe he Mission impossible <laughs> climbing on the outside of the dome. <laughs> or he snuck himself into the moon. Does he have like the Batman gun where he's shooting wads of goo that have explosive in it? It's like, oh, I can do this here. Ka-chunk, ka-chunk, ka-chunk. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, I like it anyway. All right, number two. <laughs> number two. Uh, seg- segment number two. Starlight, star bright. <laughs> Holy fuck, something fell from the sky. <laughs> It had to be a weird moment that somehow he just brushes it off and it doesn't investigate it deeply. Uh, I would be all over that in a heartbeat if a light fell from the sky for no reason. What's something that you found in a place that had no earthly meaning? I'll go first again because you guys have heard it. The great creek of porn. Oh, yes. Uh, where my my nine-year... No, actually, I think we're like 10, 11-year-old selves were riding around our, our bikes in the neighborhood in, in a part that hadn't been built yet and they cleared lands and they had uh, put in a uh, a cement tube and then put dirt over it and somebody had driven over that and just like thrown out like a milk crate full of triple x magazines so we found it we 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 salvaged it it was like uh, uh it's like i met harris and uh fucking um uh, the abyss like deep sea salvage getting this 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 porn out without ripping it and then laying it on <laughs> rocks to uh to, to dry and then each of us going home to get something to put it in and then like divvying up porn uh like this was aol era like like this was like this was dnp stuff yeah twizzlers and buttholes uh, so yeah, that, 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 I can't top that. There's nothing else that I have. That okay. is, it's a double mark. It, folks, if you ever meet me in real life, you're like, oh yeah, the porn creek dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yes, yes. Does anyone else find that remarkable? Porn, I do. porn creek and, and sausages. That's all. That's all Jack is. <laughs> oh, that's going to be the name of my talk show. <laughs> Welcome back to porn, porn creek, creek and, and sausages. sausages. Um, so when I used to work at Blockbuster, <laughs> uh, we actually interrupted like a, a a drug trade, essentially. So someone had the blockbuster <laughs> in a blockbuster. So someone had come inside and they were like, I guess, pretending and acting like they were going to be renting a movie. But I think actually, as you know, to kind of like make it seem like everything was a OK, they did end up like buying something at the register. But then they quickly like came back in. So, but they were acting so sketchy. And so they had managed to somehow like open up a DVD case. They had put something inside and then they like put it to the back of the row. 
And it's always a weird thing because we, because when we would like go up and down the aisles, we'd Brilliant. always look for the long like uh, the long stick like lock that went inside the DVD case, which you could only open up if you had like a magnet on you or you did it up at the front front desk where there was like special little that, strip. That's kind of brilliant. If, no, if, it if is. somebody's like, oh, you need your crack. Go and rent Knights of Rodanthe. Well, so here's the thing. So, so here's the thing. Friday. Whenever you would rent a movie, Back we would, we would uh, take the, the, the locking stick out and we'd always have to crack open the, D, the DVD case and look inside. And we would always, always definitely have to take it out and make sure to check the disc in case it was scratched. And especially if like the movie was inside still. So my, my guess is that they just put it back there, and whoever was coming in, they would go back to find the disc, open it up, and then take the drugs on the outside. Well, we took the case back, and we looked inside, and we were like, holy shit. Like, it appeared what was just like, not like, oh, look, two dime bags of crack. Like, no, it was like... Columbia it was like the size <laughs> fine china babaloo it was like the size of a like a magic the gathering sleeve like bad <laughs> well, if if people had drew equating drug trade with magic the gathering for the bingo tonight <laughs> if drew mentioned cardboard crack there was drugs like in this case so he took it and then immediately from outside coming inside was the person who hit it back there and they're all like well, that's my movie. I need to rent it. And they're like, uh, no, sir, you're not. But you can stay here until the police come. And we on. locked the door. We locked the door and called the cops. Maybe you stumbled upon some, 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 some sort of drug dealer, the rock the dude situation. Ran, the dude <laughs> ran to the window, Nathan. He ran to the window and he saw us running outside and you heard him scream, run! <laughs> and some dude outside bolted. It's like if you want to get really high. Go to the blockbuster on. Uh, he was you know, in the marketplace. Uh, at the marketplace <laughs> and rent the Ten Commandments with Charlton Heston. Not the DVD, but the big triple VHS cassette. <laughs> the middle VHS is hollow. <laughs> Honey, <laughs> you want to know why, why Moses really kept you? You want to know if I gave you syphilis or not? So, yeah, that's, uh, that's one thing that I found in a place uh, that it, it shouldn't have been. Shouldn't have been. Well, um, for my item, I actually technically wasn't the one that found it. Um, a little girl found it, and I was just a little guy at, at the time. I was in the Bakersfield Chuck E. Cheese, and a was girl it syphilis? Found Did you find syphilis? Use needles. No, no, used okay. condom oh, pit. a condom in the ball pit. <laughs> Not use needles. None of us, none of us knew what it was, and she took it. To oh the front, oh and the no! Was, was like. <laughs> what is what are you doing and she's like this was in the ball pit i don't and she's like oh oh my and like looking around and parents are like starting to call <laughs> and it wasn't dan Aykroyd from the codeheads like it's chewing gum we come from france <laughs> <laughs> i need to watch coneheads again <laughs> oh uh. So yeah, that was uh, that was my. Oh, that has no. Was it used? I mean, do we know if it was used? I'm sure it would have to be used. (laughs) (laughs) What is this inside? Is is this rubber cement? (laughs) Why is it dried up? Why is it springy and wet? (laughs) (laughs) What is smell my parents' bedroom? Um, Jesus. Now that's gripping television. (laughs) These views literally love the show, or the viewers love the show so much that they have a fucking bar that they all go and watch it at. 
what do these people do in life? There's a man taking a bath, <laughs> but they do get one hell of a finale. What news, TV show, or event rocked you as a human being that you couldn't look away? You had to know every detail and couldn't believe your eyes that you were witnessing it in real time. Uh, before we go, as to the the scene where it's got uh, the cops and they got the flat top guy who played Sully in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And it kind of goes yes. to the whole like, oh, like everybody in America is watching them, blah, blah, blah. But as soon as it goes off air... Yeah, what else is on? Oh, yeah. It's just like Cable Guy. It's like cracking the book open. But, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. one of you guys can go ahead. Um, so I I think it goes without saying, uh, the morning of 9-11, obviously, like, that, I think that's just, like, a no-brainer. Um, I try to think of, like, happy things, but, like, things that, like, directly, like, caught my attention in a TV show and I had to keep watching. I, I, was, I was desperately trying to keep, like, thinking of stuff, but also... One thing that just like shook me um, and I was fixated, but also just like I was a fucking wreck that day. Uh, so when Robin Williams died, like I was just so glued to trying to figure out like what like what happened, because like suddenly hearing on the news that like a man who I admired and I loved and I will always was gone, like was just God, it was so awful. David? Um, so my death uh, was Mr. Rogers. Mm. I was about to board a plane, and I saw that, and, like, I I don't know, even know, like, what, what, like, happened, but I was just sobbing. And, like, in the middle of this airport, and people are, like, like looking at me, like, what, what is wrong? And I'm like, Mr. Rogers died. And it was just such a, a moment of, a hero of mine that uh, never got tainted, never was like uh, put down as this like, you know, child molester or anything that was damning, like a stand-up guy that really did a lot for the community sure. or uh, for kids across the nation. And he's <clears throat> gone. And it just, it just wrecked me for a while. Like I, I was really glued to the TV to, to see what happened and, it was rough. It was a rough time. But. Well, no, I get that. Um, 9-11 as well. Uh, also, O.J. Simpson. I remember watching the white Bronco chase. And then also, mm. <clears throat> we had TVs in all the classrooms and in the uh, auditorium. And our, our middle school had one of those, like, 10-minute, uh, like, like, like student-produced, like, school news. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but... When the verdict came in, they put the TVs on so we could see the reading of the verdict. And I remember being at lunch and like kids just shout like, oh, the juice is loose. <laughs> um, the most recent one was the the slap, the Will Smith uh, slap. Uh, but then yeah. uh, as far as the deaths go, Michael Jackson. Uh, I remember I oh. had just moved to California. And we had the TV on in the waiting room and uh, we all just stopped and we're like leaning through the check-in window watching uh, the details and, uh, you know, about everything with that. Because Michael Jackson was a, a hero of mine growing up, but then again, he got really tarnished 
uh, towards the end of his life. And again, and it's very like I watched on uh, <clears throat> Showtime the other day. We need to talk about Cosby, the Bill Cosby documentary. Mm. Sort of same thing with that, like when a, a groundbreaking person that uh, people like, love, and admire uh, has totally has this weird fucked up dark side where behind the scenes they've been doing really fucked up shit for a long time. Uh, so that was the one where it's Michael Jackson, like, are we happy he's dead? Uh, is this resolution or does it just keep going? Is the Bill Cosby documentary pretty oh good? Oh my god. All I gotta do, there's so many fucking pudding, pudding sticks, pudding pops. <laughs> and like I, I don't like I don't think I've ever heard the term orally raped so much in my entire life. But I mean his MO is the god same. Grief. And like sometimes the law of averages, he would drug two two gals, take them back to his place because he's Bill Cosby. And uh but I feel like for most of these women, like he could have just been a suave millionaire or successful comedian, but it seemed like his kink was screwing unconscious people. And if you're that rich, uh, you know, Bill Cosby was making, you know, six to $80 million a year in the eighties, the Cosby show <clears throat> feels like there could have been a safer way that you could get your kink out without having. And, and that was another thing was like on, on the set of Bill Cosby, like, they any new extra or female would have you know lunch with cosby oh, and it was always making them a drink or take this pill or here's Oy. this cappuccino that i made for you oh, no. it all followed the same mo and um it just seems like mm. uh, but uh, at the same time similar stuff happened across the pond in uh the uk with uh, gary glitter and that one radio show host that uh, oh, yeah. were just like they're all about the kids and family values like the one guy was like like he ran a marathon across the UK at one point uh, to, for charity but they all had these really dark deviant sexual sides that uh, that ended up tarnishing their the reputation for the rest of their lives so uh, to answer your question Nathan yes <laughs> the, uh, the it is a it is a good documentary but if you like watching like uh, Finding Neverland that was a hard uh, where one. You, yeah, this is this is uh, along the similar lines. Okay. Another of, death of that, that really kind of gripped me because it gripped somebody else. Um, when Princess Diana died and Dan Rather was like choked up on air reporting it, it was like because I was a little bit young for it, so I, I wasn't. I was like, oh, like you know, Diana died. Like that. Oh, that's really bad. But Dan Rather, like, took it hard. And he's right there trying to soldier through this broadcast. And he's just like, I I'm so sorry. Like, he's like, Dan, it's, it's okay, bud. Like, <laughs> you don't have to report this. Yeah, it, it was gripping. Yeah, oh, so so what would you guys rate this film? Uh, so I honestly give this movie for as dark as it is as poignant as it is and for um good aspects of like teaching uh with it um so i i give it four and a half out of five love handles that uh that truman is going to be eating off his friend uh with the climb to yeah. the summit um, even though i I'm, I'm i have no plans on rewatching this in the future uh and i don't 
foresee an issue or a time when that is going to happen. As far as the messaging and the point that the movie tried to convey, I'd give it five out of six beers out of the uh, the fake best friend six pack. I was too going to use the beer reference, but I will go with um, you know. This was a three and a half beers for me, where I I probably wouldn't have finished that fourth beer. I would have uh, let half of it kind of fizz out and got nursed it a little bit too long and <laughs> lost interest. But it's a good film. It's a lot of fun to a point, and it serves its purpose in kind of waking you up to man should should I be glorifying these people that are on camera? all the whole time (laughs) or you know what is there more to life and the last line i think they really do nail it with like what else is on like okay entertainment is only entertainment for so long until it just until it's over until and on to real life though apparently we've got uh was it the the something of the dragon we got another uh uh No, we got another series coming out this Sunday on HBO. The Dance of Family of the Dragons, Dance of the Dragons. Is that Bruce Lee's story? No, it's another. Oh, the Game of Thrones. Yes. It's like oh, they're yeah. We're gonna give this another spin, huh? Okay. Yeah. Drew, we'll see. How do people even get a hold of us? They want to tell us how much they love the Truman well, Show. Well, or, or hate us. <laughs> or hate us. <laughs> well, folks, you can always hit up the Real Fills podcast up on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Just search for the Real Fills podcast. We're up on Twitter at Real Fills Pod. You can also uh, send us an email at Real Fills Podcast at gmail.com. Or you can call the Tooch line. Come on, Tooch on my door. <laughs> Uh, 661-376-0030 if you want to leave us a nice voicemail tell us what you think of the Truman Show or uh, you know or you could give us a five star review five star review bastards landing gear people we gotta go all the way back to landing gear what uh, what is uh, on the horizon for the feels the feels well uh, on the horizon I'm gonna be bringing you guys Stop motion animation, or sorry, cut out, sorry, cut out animation uh, for my next genre. Cut out animation, and then after that, I believe we're gonna wrangle up Cody to do our final Patreon film. If we can, if we can, if not, we'll do cyberpunk. Okay. I believe it's cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. Nathan, do you uh, do you foresee your next movie that far away? Not yet. Uh, I believe. Okay. That close to the chest like the sting. Just right up in here. Look it down at it. Make sure no one's looking. <laughs> All right. Just cut it with gin. Oh. I can't tell the difference. Well, folks, this has been a hell of an episode, and we're so glad you guys tuned in. Tune in next time, and until then, the realist. And the feelist. And uh, if I don't see you again, good morning, good afternoon, and. Is it good night? Did I get a ring? Good afternoon, good evening, uh, and good we night. Didn't, we didn't even ask. I will not give that order. <laughs> we didn't even ask for a Patreon because he didn't do it. <laughs> I didn't, I told you, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna give him the satisfaction. <laughs> <laughs> Who 
Who are you talking to? Who are you talking to, Jack? <laughs> I'm looking at YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at YouTube. Uh, we'll see you later, guys.